Welcome, everybody, to another episode. I have a special guest with me today. Her name is Kristen Bingle. What's up? Her and I used to work together in our previous healthcare job, and she's been a medical assistant for five years. She's also started her own dessert company, Pretty Big Hawaii. so go follow it on Instagram. And recently, she's made a big change in her professional career. And just from knowing her, she's made a lot of personal changes as well throughout her life. And so today we're talking about change. You know, I love quotes. I used to give them to you at work all the time. Mm-hmm. On a side note, I think I used to do that also for myself to help get us through the day because I don't think if we, when we had to, you know, separate offices, yeah, you know, it was hard to be able to keep that connection and going when it was getting a rough day. So, you know, I used to spread love. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And (laughs) light. But it's change what you can. Some light more than love sometimes. Manage what you (laughs) cannot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, what does change mean to you? I actually had to do a lot of research. Well, not a lot of research, but I kind of like looked at different perspectives on what change means to other people and whatnot. And so one of the things I saw was that change means being able to know when to step away from something, regardless of what your feelings may be. Uh, a lot of times people don't take risks because they're scared to explore the opportunities because they don't know what the outcome may be. So yeah, I think change is necessary and necessary, most importantly, because it allows growth. So without change, you're going to not grow, right? If you're complacent, you're going to stay in the same place that you've been. So it's necessary and it, I do welcome it. So to you, is growth a good thing necessarily for you personally? Yeah, I think growth, growth, <laughs> I think that growth is is good and I do welcome it. And in the past, I had a hard time making changes and I would put up with a lot. But I think over the years, I've just learned that you have to change. You have to make, even if it's a big life change or a small life change, you sometimes have to just change and life is ever revolving and it's necessary. <sighs> that makes sense. <laughs> it does. It does. Okay, so, you know, we used to work together, clearly, in healthcare. So, why did you choose to work in healthcare? I just always liked being able to help people, like, from a young age. I watched my grandparents, or my parents take care of my grandparents, and just seeing that they, even if it was difficult sometimes, they still did it. And um, even when I used to help them with things, I would feel good about myself and feel good about helping them. So I feel like that kind of carried on into my career. And I felt, I realized that I wanted to do something or go into a career that I could help people in whatever I was doing, whether it be a direct impact or non-direct impact, then indirect impact, <laughs> then I would want to do it. So then... Why did you decide to leave your office if that's what you were doing? You know, our office, we actually did a lot of, I feel like I felt really fulfilled in that aspect of my last job and in the office that we worked in. We were able to help people and I was able to directly have people express their appreciation to me directly of how I impacted their care and my role and what it meant to them, you know, and how important it was that we were there doing what we were doing our job. So in that aspect, I love doing that. But it was more so the other things that come with the job. And I just felt like I wasn't motivated anymore and I wasn't learning anything. It was kind of the same thing every day. And there wasn't really any room for growth, really. 
you kind of get that job and you're because we're medical assistants, so you know, we get the job as a medical assistant and there's not really anything above that that we can go without schooling. The next step would be a registered nurse, which I would need to go back to school for, which we can't really go to school if we're working full time, right? Yeah. Over time, we're working like over 40 hours a week. So it's like, there's not even an option really to go to work. I felt like there wasn't any other option. Yeah. And just feeling complacent in that sense. And then also just not feeling appreciated really, which is a lot, why a lot of people leave many jobs, I feel. But I just was overwhelmed and I felt like we were set up for failure really and not being able to provide the same care that or the care that the patients deserved because we're unappreciated and a lot of times understaffed. So all of those, it was a, a combination of a lot of things that finally led me to make this decision to leave. But I really did it for myself. I needed to choose myself at that point. So would you say that it was then your mental health that needed to be taken care of? Oh, yeah, 100%. I think that a lot of times I want to help other people. You know, I, I told you I like to help people and that's a big thing for me. But in that, you also forget yourself and you forget that, you know, you're the human too and you have to take care of yourself. In addition to taking care of, because how are you going to take care of all of these people if you can't even take care of yourself? And I felt myself slipping and feeling just like a failure. Like, how can I, how can I go to work and feel like I can't provide the care that the patients need when I know that it's possible. It's just that we're, we don't have the resources or the support to do that. So it was just time to make this decision that you can either stay and deal with what it is or you can leave and even if you're scared, explore the opportunity that you may be able to find a position that you'd be better off in, I feel. So it's kind of like that leap. So I do want to touch back on when you said about appreciation. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like if you were appreciated, would the need for change have come at that time? Or do you think that if you got, because you and I both know that appreciation was a slim to none there. Mm -hmm. And truthfully, I mean, I didn't see a lot of like where we touched in regards to our colleagues and stuff mm -hmm. until we left. Yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, mm -hmm. do you feel like if you got that appreciation more would you have made the change and leave i think so because i think with appreciation it also comes to understanding right if our colleagues appreciated us to the extent that i would feel fulfilled i guess then they would also understand what we're going through and make changes to help us right because then if you don't appreciate us and you don't know what we're doing yeah right so how are you able to appreciate us if or support us if you don't even understand that part it's like basic do you ever Needs. feel like you were ever really truly appreciated or shown appreciation while you were there and not from patients because clearly yeah i mean i can agree with you mm -hmm. on that i mean i love the holidays but i hated the holidays at the same time because <laughs> i mean we, we used, used to, to be spoiled, spoiled like, right? yeah. our patients, so i mean i get it yeah but and our patients loved us and we knew that and you know i i feel like i I did sometimes where there maybe it was like small acts of appreciation like, oh, maybe I'll buy lunch because it's Christmas or maybe <laughs> it's like, oh, I used to get that. I used to stay late often. And I remember the doctor that I would work with used to tell me, oh, thank you so much for staying. 
But it's like, but you never asked me to stay. Yeah. I feel like small changes like that, like if you would have asked me to say like, oh, is it okay? Or not even asked me, like just be like, oh, is it okay if you stay late? You know, I know that you're busy and you have things to do after work, but are you willing to stay to help the patient? If you put it like that, of course, I would stay for the patient. Of course, I would stay to help the team. But don't just assume and expect us to do these things when it's not technically it's not part of our job. True. No, and, that's, right. and that's a form of appreciation, right? Mm hmm. And I do hear that it's possible. My, I have friends that work in other offices and they told me that they have their doctors and they say they express appreciation. Oh, yeah. You want to know appreciation? Right. So just my last doctor that I worked with. Mm -hmm. I mean, nothing like a free night stay at the Sheraton Hotel, you know, right? for me and uh, my wife at the time. And it was like, it was great. Yeah, like, it's you not know, even about the money. No. It's just the act of thinking of us as people. Yeah. Not just your worker bees. You know what I mean? Like, like we could have done even just a nice, the nice dinner that we did. But, you know, they went above and beyond. And it was just like that appreciation. I, I get what you mean. It does. It plays a big role mm -hmm. into where you feel like you need to grow and change. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people sometimes don't even realize that they're not growing mm -hmm. in the place that they're at because they're getting appreciated. Yeah. And at least they're it's being like gaslighting, right? Yeah. Which we've talked about. Yes. yes. You're being gaslighted. But I feel like everybody comes to that point where you, you evaluate what's really going on, right? You take a hard look at, okay, what's going on? <laughs> like, am I being appreciated? But then I'm getting like, verbally like abused that word <laughs> that's like a exaggeration but you know like am is i being though? used and abused is at work isn't is an exaggeration i don't know truthfully it I depends mean, on the day <laughs> <laughs> when you look at it i mean it kind of was i mean from the outside looking and i mean you've known we have patients who've apologized to us for people in that office poor behavior and you're just like uh, you know. And it's sad because they shouldn't have to see those things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's none of their business, really. Like, they should really not even be exposed. It's like when you go to a food place and then you see the workers getting yelled at. It's like, right. oh, I feel bad for them, you know? Like, <laughs> and that's embarrassing. Right. So. No, you're exactly right. Okay. So I have to ask you then. Had you been appreciated? Well, actually, no. Just given your current mm -hmm. experience there, do you feel like a part of you felt like you could change the environment or change the toxic behavior of people? And that's part of the reason why you felt the need to stay for so long? Uh, I think we did try. We, I feel like we exhausted. I was also at the point where we've exhausted all of our options. You know, we tried so many different things to figure out if we're the problem and if we're the problem, what can we do to change? Or if the schedule is a problem, then what can we do to change it? You know, and I think the point that we decided to leave was just because we realized that no matter what we do, it's still going to be the same. Right. There's just some things that we can't control or change. So the only thing that we can control for me personally was to leave. Unfortunately. So was there a specific moment then that for you decided like, this is the moment now I'm going to make the change and leave? You know, I think it was a more of a combination of things that had happened and it was just piling up over the past year. But one of the main things that I remember that kind of stuck out in my head was one colleague, the doctor was telling another worker that you wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for me 
And that kind of like stuck out for me. And I never forget that. And it's just like, wow, like it was a really big eye opener for me because it's that just so shows that she didn't see us as a team. Yeah. She saw us as that we worked for her and everything that we do was for her when it really wasn't for her. It was for the patient. <laughs> and we a lot of things that we did was for each other. Yeah. So how can you say that? You, uh, yeah, we wouldn't have a clinic without you really, but wow. Like it was just an eye opener for me. So I think that was one of the moments that kind of stuck out in my head. I feel like you've told me this cause I didn't hear her say this directly, but yeah. like, wow. Yeah. You know, I think I'm, I just must've forgot or, you know, I mean, we've been burnt out yeah. for the, for a long time. I probably, it just didn't remember. I mean, it's like, where do you start sometimes? You right? forgot that that happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, and I was just sitting in my office minding my own business and I just yeah. overheard that, that conversation. And I was just like, I mean, maybe I could be that I heard it wrong. I don't know. But I, from what, that's what I took. And the person that it was told to confirmed that. So is that person there anymore? No. Well, I mean, I mean, shows, all of it, it, shows, gone. It, it proves to show though, right? Like yeah. that one statement, I mean, really can make a change too for things. You know what I mean? Then mm-hmm. that's where you start to realize that's when you kind of started to take a step back and look and you're like, Oh shit, this is not, <laughs> I'm not very happy. Here. <laughs> this you is know? not a great place. What am I it's doing? Not very, <laughs> it's not a good environment. You, we spent a lot of time there. So you want to be in an environment that you're appreciated at the very least, you know, but, I mean, I'm not here to hate on anyone or, you know, talk bad about anyone that we worked with, but that's just the reality of it. And we decided that we had to make a change or me personally, I decided that you can either deal with it. This is what it is, or you can leave. So since you've left, I mean, Mm -hmm. looking back on it, do you feel like you at least it was a good experience for you to have gone through? Oh, for sure. Like if you didn't go through those things, was it, you know, do you think you would be the person you are today? No, I think that I needed to. I definitely don't think that I would be in the the person that I am today without everything that I went through over the past, not even just working there, but also the, the place that I used to work before that. So I was a MA for five years and then I worked at a urgent care for a year and then worked in the last clinic for four years. So I think all of those experiences helped me grow not only as a person, but like not only as a worker, like in my career, but as a person as well, you know, and Mm -hmm. it was a lot of learning things and just learning how to reevaluate your feelings and just dealing with your shit, you know, like (laughs) really looking at yourself. And I remember before we had this conversation like back in the, when I first started and I would always not like to be by myself, like Mm -hmm. not like to just be in silence or like work by myself. I always needed to do things with someone like my friends. I leaned on my friends and family a lot, but I've learned that you just need that time by yourself. Like I really appreciate quietness, you know, just sitting in a room and like not doing anything. Like I rarely watch TV I like to listen to music, but sometimes I just like to not listen to anything. And I appreciate that. Honestly, that's really hard. And I mean, the fact that you pick that up and you're able to gain that, you know, that trait and that ability Mm -hmm. in such a toxic place. I mean, that's pretty good. I must say that's really great. Honestly, that's a, a good trait to have. That's a good, a great ability to keep with you and... 
you know, that took you, honestly, from where I met you from the beginning to now, mm-hmm. I would have never seen that coming, honestly. Yeah. I mean, we worked together for, what, four years? Mm-hmm. And in that four years, I mean, how many changes happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know like, what I, I mean? Yeah. How many things have we talked about, you know, moving to the mainland, mm-hmm. trying something different, you know, jumping in and out of trying to date, you know, mm-hmm. the dating scene and stuff. Like, it's a lot of changes, but I think you wouldn't have made those changes had you not lay your foundation of self-worth. Yeah. And, and like deal with my own shit. You know? Yeah. And because, just yeah. be able to be you in mm-hmm. your space mm-hmm. and be comfortable in your own skin. Yeah, in your own skin. Very proud of you, my friend. Of course, it's like a growing, you know, it's an ever-changing thing. Sometimes I feel like, I'm a boss ass bitch. Sometimes <laughs> I feel like shit. So it just depends. But I feel like I'm very in touch with, I'm very self-aware now more mm-hmm. than I was before. Yeah. I'm thinking about, okay, this is what happened. How do I feel about what happened? And then dealing with that, you know? Okay. So we've touched upon your professional changes that you've made, mm-hmm. but you know, we're also going to touch upon a little bit of one topic, uh, personal changes. I did put it down here. So I did, I did mm, warn you. It's a hard stop for me. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any other moments in your life that you can think of that where you've had to make a change or you can define as a, a life changing moment for you? I think that this whole situation that has occurred within the past two months was a huge changing moment that I needed to make. It's probably the biggest change that I had to make and the hardest. It was one of the hardest things I had to do was really because I I wanted to stay there. I really was happy there in other aspects, but it's it wasn't suiting me in other areas. So I just had to leave. And I think that that was a huge change, the biggest change that I've ever had to make. Did it start to affect your personal life? Is that what you're saying? Do you feel like mm-hmm. that environment affected just within those past four years that you've worked there? Do you feel like the things that you've experienced and let's just say the relationships that you mm-hmm. started to, you know, create with other people, do you feel like if you were in a better space or the environment wasn't toxic, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know the other word other than toxic, do you think that you would have, you know, you know, I don't Would it have ended up differently? Some of them, and I'm not going to touch upon <laughs> them, but some of them, I don't um, think so. I mean, there's no way you could have made a change you know, with that. No I really what. think that a lot of those situations that you're kind of referring to, it kind of like didn't really have a, I don't think that that my work life had an effect on that. If anything, my work life really had an effect on my home life with my family more so, which is more important than anything else. Right. Because to us in Hawaii and to me personally, like my family is everything. So when I come home and I'm, I was just angry for a long time and I didn't even realize it. It was because I was unhappy. And I think we had a conversation and you even said that you could pick up that I was just angry. I had a short fuse when my family, when my mom had to tell me like, why are you so angry? She just would make comments that, you know, I just feel like you're angry and I don't know what it is. And And I said, I don't know what it is either. And I really didn't know. But until I really looked at, okay, let's look at something that hasn't changed over the years, right? That's (laughs) Mm -hmm. been the same and why, or has increasingly got worse over the years. And that's, it was where I was working, my work environment. So, yeah. So since you've left, has your relationship with your family gotten better? 
Oh yeah, definitely. It's been really nice to not to be home more one and then two like be able to do all the things that I want to do but not never had the time to do like you know help around the house and just spend time with them have like meaningful talks with them because I have the time now before I never really I was always on the go if I wasn't at work I was with my friends because I didn't want to be home because it's like why am I working so hard and then I'm just gonna stay home yeah so I would go out and do other things but now I really have time to stay home and just spend time with them and my mom has said that I I think that well I think that they've been seeing that I'm not as unhappy and angry a lot anymore you I know. feel free <laughs> <laughs> you know I do have to share with you speaking of free yeah when you came by on my last day uh, one of the girls had mentioned that they could just tell that you looked really happy and they didn't have a chance to work with you because she came up you know the week after you mm. but She's seen you, you know, went just around in the building mm-hmm. and, you know, the other times where we've had cross paths and stuff like that. And she had said that you look genuinely happy. Hmm. Wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's good. But I mean, if other people can see it, then that means that, you know, it's real. I do. I feel really happy. I feel I mean, I, I'm going to eventually go back to work soon, but it's just been nice to ha- do things leisurely, not always have a deadline or a time limit. I mean, you can't. I can't live my life like that every single day, you know? It's a, what is it called? It's a luxury, I feel like. But why not? Why do you feel like you're not worth living that luxury? Uh, I don't know. I guess I haven't really explored that. Well, okay, so the job that I took, Mm -hmm. my new job that I'm going into, it's part-time. It's four days a week, so I'll still be able to have that extra day. So I think that it'll be a good balance between... Working and then having time to myself. Is healthcare something that you want to continue? Yeah, I do. It's unfortunate in the times that we're in right now. I mean, a lot of people don't want to go into healthcare because it's hard, right? Oh, you mean because of COVID? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, just a pandemic that we're in right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> precedent times, <laughs> unprecedented times. But yeah, I just feel like it's fulfilling for me. I thought about doing other things and maybe I will do other things in addition to that, but. Like somebody told me, oh, why don't you go be a flight attendant or why don't you go like, yeah, do that. But I feel like personally, I don't I wouldn't feel fulfilled in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can help people not saying what pe- what flight attendants do are not fulfilling. Maybe it's fulfilling for them, but I don't think I would be able to feel fulfilled and make an impact like how I would want to be. I see what you mean. That makes sense. Yeah. And I mean, that's. Completely understandable. And I'm glad that you're not like, you know, completely shunned away from healthcare. I mean, after everything. Like someone. That- <laughs> like someone. Taking a break. Taking a break. <laughs> I mean, you handle your mental health a lot better than I did. I mean, you know that. I'm a rage out real quick and then, you know, I forget about it and then something else reminds me of it. And then all that rage comes on top yeah. of the new rage that's already there. And it just, you know, keeps building and building. And building. Yeah. Speaking of well, maybe rage. Maybe we can deal with that now. <laughs> I have time. Honestly, I haven't been angry. I mean, <laughs> don't get me, See? don't get me wrong. My wife drives me <laughs> fucking nuts. Yeah. But it's like a different kind of nuts. Yeah. You know, like it's not truthfully sometimes being I'm driven like, nuts on top of being driven. Yeah. Nuts. I went, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and truthfully, it's, it's like, different. do I really need to be annoyed with what she's doing? No. But see, you're not choosing violence. But see, <laughs> but, you know, with that on top, like, 
you know, she did something wrong or did something that irritated me. I mean, back then it would send you, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She would catch the wrath of not just being irritated, but like if it was a bad day. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it would just go. Yeah, same at home. I mean, one little thing would just set me off when it really wasn't anything that they did. It was just, I'm angry. Like, you would attack your mother, Kristen. No, I wouldn't attack her. (laughs) Or not physically, but not physically, but I mean, I would verbally you'd lash verbally out at all lash out for sure has your family like other than your mom because mm-hmm. i i know that your mom mm-hmm. probably sees a difference but like yeah. see your brothers or mm-hmm. even like your grandma them you know have they seen a difference with you have they said anything uh, well I, I haven't like seen my grandma so i'm gonna see her next week so i'll probably be able to talk story with her but actually no she did i was talking to her on facetime just telling her about the new job that i the offer that i received um, and she just sees, she's like, oh, it's so, you look so happy and you look so excited and just refreshed, you know? And mm-hmm. I feel like my brother, them, they, they can see that I'm also a little bit more calm. Are you not fighting with them as much? Oh, I'm still fighting with them. <laughs> but I mean, you know, this like normal stuff. Yeah. I'm a little bit more willing to help them more than I would before. I do have to ask. I've been a stay at home daughter. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. I do have to ask you, have you been remembering your keys lately? Have my you been keys. better at grabbing your keys out of your car? Oh yeah, yeah. Because I knew Crazy, it was getting, right? I knew it was getting really, really bad. Yeah, when you couldn't even remember to grab your keys out of your yeah. car. <laughs> but like, see things like that is like I never thought it was a problem, but my mind was just so full and like so clouded with other things that I I would forget things like that, like little things. <laughs> I would forget to put the keys in my in my purse, and I think I over the past like the three months before I left, I think I forgot my th- keys. Once a month. Oh, yeah. In which somebody would have to come bring my keys to me. Yeah. You'd think by then I would have my keys in in somewhere else that I could get it. But no, I didn't. (laughs) I just didn't have the capacity. At this point, you should have just left it at work. Right? In my drawer or something. (laughs) Yeah, it's just not having the capacity. Yeah. To think of or do anything else. My friends would want to hang out and stuff, but I'm just like, I wish I did hang out with them a lot. But it's it's hard, you know? Yeah. It's tiring. No, I feel you. I feel you. Mm-hmm. So with all those tiring feelings and all that angry and hurt feelings, mm-hmm. we went to the Rage Room. Mm-hmm. It's a new place, Breaking Anger. So much fun. So for you, how was it? How was your experience? It was great. It was a little hot in there <laughs> with oh, that suit on and the helmet. <laughs> I was overheating a bit. But other than that, I think it was great. I think everybody, I do recommend that everybody do it just to get some aggression out not in the sense that i mean i guess you could do that at home if you really wanted to but why you don't have to clean up yeah, like i told exactly. you was like the greatest part of all of that was breaking shit and leaving right <laughs> like didn't you ever have that like want to pick up a plate and throw it against the wall i've always wanted to do that <laughs> right. and throw like a frisbee i got to do that yesterday and it was great i've always low-key my mom them they have lots of records and Oh, you, you know, wanted to break? I've it. always just wanted to just see if I could just bend and break one, and I did yesterday. That was an interesting pick that you had there. You picked that? <laughs> no, oh, they just had it. I yeah, feel like it was just the, un- the uncle just put it in the room for us, oh. and I was like, "Oh, right on." Yeah, I, I thought about grabbing it, but then you know, I saw the hydro flask, and I'm like, "Oh, that's something you can keep hitting and hitting yeah, and hitting." That was your main like point of contact was that hydro flask. <laughs> you really, really had a vendetta. You wanted to break that hydro flask. I saw. <laughs> But it was great. I loved it. The glass. You know. Okay, so for you, Mm -hmm. 
did it evoke any feelings as you're throwing things like did like past hurt and anger and just animosity harbored feelings even things like you didn't think like things you thought you might have gotten past or gotten over Mm -hmm. did it kind of bubble up again for you and you're able to like let it go a little yeah I felt like it was like it did feel like I was letting it go like just you know let out whatever aggression you have and I feel like I've been going to the gym and letting it out there so I didn't really have as much things bubble up because I've been dealing with it but it definitely did feel nice to kind of just release it on something and not have to worry about the repercussions after you know <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's not like you go to the gym and start walking yeah. around or dumbbells like the glass against the wall <laughs> or the plane or breaking the Patron bottle that was that was great. a hard bottle. Yeah, that and the crown bottle. Yeah, I was. Quite, now I'm not I, scared. I, I was quite amazing. Yeah, you know, I, I guess it makes sense. Grabbing that fireball one, you know, after our Hunger Games, mm. um, you know that it broke. Did fireball. It break? No, well, remember the fireball broke my um, shot class. You know, Frank the Tank. Oh, I didn't know. Shout that. out to Frank the Tank. She broke. My oh. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, that's she slammed it down and that's what broke my stuff. So I thought about grabbing it just to see. Mm. But then I was low-key wanted to see because then, you know, everybody carries it around so nicely. They make sure they take care. Yeah. And I always thought it was so fragile. But fuck that. You can have a great night with those things. <laughs> yeah. You can bust that thing around a couple times. <laughs> it really took a lot to to break. We literally threw the crown bottle against the wall. Yeah. I think I saw that on TikTok, actually, that it's like indestructible almost. Yeah. Because we threw it against the wall multiple times and it was not breaking. It was great. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> that was a hard one. That was. It was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. What do you mean? To break things or? At first, to I throw didn't things, to I felt to do like I realized how very uncoordinated uh, I was sometimes. Yeah, I hit my, my knee with a frying pan. <laughs> Yeah, I'm grateful I didn't hit myself. Painful. My shoulder was a little sore from, you know, taking the frying pan to a lot of things. I think what I did wasn't I didn't think about was like hitting something and like hitting the metal table. Yeah, yeah, yeah that hurt. Yeah, when it kind of hit, kind of like came back or like didn't go through. When I came down with the sledgehammer and that thing yeah. didn't bounce back up, I was like, "Oh, I that sledgehammer was heavy, dude. <laughs> that was, that thing was nuts." And I know I didn't have good form and I wasn't holding it like yeah. the way I should when you hit something down. But I mean, Colleen looked like she was gonna throw out her back. I was like, "Sister, <laughs> I know you're not working right now, but oh, oh, she's hurting today. <laughs> her back is sore today." But I mean, well, even the chair. That chair was indestructible also. I thought it was a metal chair for a second. I was like... I was like, they're fucking with us right now. <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, you can have this for free. Okay, you guys not going to be able to break them. I know, in my head I was thinking, I should have just got the iron because what's wrong with the chair? Right? <laughs> I was getting so frustrated with the chair. I wish it was like a computer. I think you could buy a computer, yeah? Yeah. So how many times? Or like, you know, old I phones. I you should have just I, asked him. I, how many times I wanted to throw my phone against the floor? Well, I look, you just want to ask him, like, next time I come, can, can I bring my own shit? <laughs> I'm just going to stop at Goodwill real quick and just pick up my own just things. buy a bunch of stuff, you know? I look, you wanted to hit a printer because I want to yeah. hit my printer all the time. Right? <laughs> or like a computer or like your yeah. phone. Like just be able to smash your phone. Yeah. Like, like sometimes I just... I always think about it, but I'm like, oh, it's so expensive. Right? <laughs> and I need you. <laughs> I need you. And I don't have time to wait for another one, you know? Yeah. Maybe one day we'll be able to do that. We'll be able to be like those people on YouTube who buy phones to then destruct them. Yeah. 
It's funny because a lot of because I posted that. Did you see my post yesterday? You probably didn't go on Instagram. Huh? Honestly, I was so beat <laughs> last night. I posted a video of me. A lot of the videos that was taken, I look like a wussy, like <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to hit the thing. My dad was like, "Why are you just using one hand? I would be sending it with two hands, you know." And I was like. It was hard, <laughs> but I hit the the pickle jar when I hit that one. Oh, so I God. posted that because it was a nice like swing. Oh yeah, you you beat the I shit out that of golf. that pickle jar. <laughs> <laughs> I used that golf swing. You did. It was great. I thought that pickle jar wasn't gonna break. I thought you were gonna have another incident no. like the Patron bottle. As soon as it impacted, but... like it it like shattered. If you watch the video, it like shattered. So a lot of people responded to my story and they're like, Oh, I want to do that. Like a lot of people didn't know that we had that here in Hawaii. So, you know, I wish I yeah. found it while we were there, you know, while we were still working. I don't know like if it would have made a change, bonding. you know, in our decisions to leave. I, I think it would be no. too far too gone. I think we're f- at we're that point, <laughs> but it was a friend posted it. They did it as a family bonding thing. And I was just like, I kind of want to take my family there. This was, you know, it was right around the time where you and I were like, yep, we quit. Like you were going to leave me two weeks later. I know. I appreciate you again for extending <laughs> it. <laughs> I should have extended another week so I could have a month of medical. But, you know, <laughs> things happen. <laughs> I'm going to do it. No. <laughs> but, but I mean, man, just being able to break those things and like. How did you feel after that? The satisfaction. You're asking me all these questions. How about asking you some questions? Hey, this is my podcast. Leave me alone. (laughs) I only asked one question. (laughs) Nah. I felt like I told Kalei because she asked me. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm sore. And I was like, I don't even feel sore. Like, Mm. I just feel very blissful. And Mm. she's like, what the fuck is blissful? (laughs) It's interesting. And I was just like, I didn't feel as blissful as you. (laughs) But I think just all the changes that I am trying to make and all the changes that I'm still trying to do and go through and just my life mm-hmm. that being able to just rage out <laughs> and release Especially all for of you, that. Cause but, I feel like yeah. you for like a lot of times you have a lot of like, you'll just rage out. Yeah. And even I'm scared of you sometimes, <laughs> you know, and I guess whoever is around you is like scared of you. I mean, at hunger games and you yelled at everybody, Shannon was like, Oh, but never do just hunger games sober. I was like, no, this is not. Don't be scared. It's she's fine. <laughs> just give her some space. Just do what she just do what she needs you to do, which is listen. Uh, honestly, getting that those, was hard. Those boys to listen, like I see why boy moms sometimes have issues. Just they're you know sometimes they're just those angry aunties. Like yeah. I get it because trying to get grown men to listen oh, yeah. while they're drunk. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm getting them to listen not drunk was sober. hard enough. It's hard, you know. And then trying to do it drunk, I'm just like, oh my god. Note to self: When next Hunger Games, we will not start the games with a shotgun. Yeah, I think that well, was. A I think also problem. next time I'm gonna get me a megaphone. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't have one. Honestly, I thought you would. Honestly, I didn't think I needed one because really? the last Hunger right, Games, you're pretty like, loud. Like we're loud, like you know what I mean. But we listened. But I think it's just it was a bigger group too this time. Yeah. The more people, the more chaotic it is. The more people get distracted. But I think I also did Hunger Games too, partially just to kind of escape from all the shit. And you know, when you drink, when you mix it with alcohol, and you get to play games, and you mix it with competitiveness. Yeah. Let me just you know, say these Hunger Games that Kelohi puts on her house, huge. She really like puts a lot of thought, and like she has a composition book <laughs> with. I've seen it at work. Like she. 
has a composition book with all, everything well thought out. It's not easy no. to do games. No. Even to follow a game that you get the instructions for. She's making these games like off the top of her head. <laughs> and it's nice to be able to have a friend like that because I would never do that. My friends are able to be friends with her also and get to benefit from it as well. And they've expressed to me like, oh, Kilo, he's so good. Like just to have that a friend like that, it's nice to have that. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, I like it because... It's an escape for everybody, you know, mm-hmm. you forget about, you know, it's a leave your kids at home kind of event mm-hmm. and just be you and, and we're competitive. So yeah. Like, and you know, you get to mix with some alcohol, yeah. you know, <laughs> like why not? Like, let's go. <laughs> we got the yard space. Like half the time these games, if we we're to do it sober, I think honestly would probably be super boring yeah. or you would probably be extremely bloated. And it, it really depends on your friend group too. It does. I think because you guys have a lot of good friends and like we everybody brings other friends as well so it kind of it's just a fun group there are some people that i i've seen you know you see friends hanging out and stuff and you're like they would never do this kind of (laughs) stuff you have to like not think that it's silly it's yeah it might be silly to some people but who cares you know it's great because you know we just full send it Mm -hmm. all the way we don't care you don't care how you look like yeah you know we're not lookers, yeah. so <laughs> money put on there? makeup. No. Like you just show up, you just show up, bring yep. your towel <laughs> and your alcohol, and you're good. I'm glad we're not filming by the time everybody gets really drunk. Yeah, because <laughs> if you ever want to see a video, I got it on my Instagram. Go watch the reel. Mad. That I was... actually tried to make a reel from the la- that reel that I have on my Instagram is an mm-hmm. old reel. Though so I tried to make one of the new one. I didn't have any because I was wasted. <laughs> I just stopped taking videos. I think it was too I mean, hot. Yeah. Too, I think it was hot. I did a lot more drinking games too. Yeah. Just because, you know, I also use it as a way to celebrate people's birthdays who yeah. come through. You know it what I mean? Fun. Yeah. And one of the guys whose birthday it is, I mean, he makes TikTok videos of him shotgunning beer. So, you know, I'm like, okay, it has to be very, that was the first very shotgun beer related, drinking related games. Cause yeah. that's part of what he likes to do. You know, he does that in golf and we're not golfing in the middle of my yard. In Kailua. Although we do love golf also. <laughs> I'm sure my neighbors would not be very happy. <laughs> Longest drive. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure they would not be very happy to find golf balls yeah. in their yard or through their windows. So I'm like, okay. We're going to have to do it with drinking. But I think the next one, I definitely... Shotgunning is probably... I'm probably going to intermix it a little bit more yeah. with the not as much drinking games. Because then I think, too, that's why we couldn't finish it. I mean, I couldn't even think straight. Like People were drrunk. Yeah, I mean, I was drunk. I mean, I was sober. So I literally started watching everybody's eyeballs Very, start to... responsibly, by the way. <laughs> we either sleep over or we have a DD. Yes, you know, I think that's, that's what makes it better part. too, though, is because our house is always open. Yeah. So, you know, like, if you get so fucked up, you know that you're welcome to stay. Yeah. Like, it's never like, it's always oh, an option. I don't know if I can stay. Oh, maybe I'll just sleep Which in my car. Which makes people even more comfortable to get wasted. <laughs> yeah. So wasted. Yes. Not even wasted. Beyond. Like, just far. far we gone. need to finish the game still. But the COVID cases need to go down. Yeah. I've been, I feel like I haven't been hanging out with a lot of people just because I'm just trying to stay away. Yeah. From people that I usually don't interact with. I mean, I would, if we were still in work, I would see you every day. So yeah. this is like not a different thing, but yeah, it's just, I've seen you literally through the whole pandemic. So yeah. like, I'm super comfortable. Yeah. You're in my pod. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you just want to keep it within whoever you hang out with, you know, I normally, do, yeah, when I do it, have to agree with you on that. When all the extra people come in, 
it kind of makes it a little bit more like, oh, yeah. You know, the risk, you know know that in my head, the risk just goes up higher and higher and higher. You know, I don't want to get into all those like, are you vaccinated? Are you not vaccinated? Because that's just a whole nother. You could be vaccinated or not. You can still give it. You can still get it. You still be fucking dirty. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah, it's not even about the vaccine status. It's just the the fact of whether you seem clean. (laughs) It's the facts of the the more people you hang out with, the higher your risk. That's Mm -hmm. the baseline fact. I mean, you know, I put literally Purell all over my house yeah. when everybody's over. I got in the bathroom by the front door, in the back, by the food. But even when like, you had it, it wasn't, I don't think it was as bad as it was at that point. No. It was and very good time. We stay outside too. I mean, I feel like that helps it a little bit better. Yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. We're not sharing cups and we're not like doing like super close kinds of. No, we games. can't share cups. You know me. I make all the cups, I prep the cups. I know. It's <laughs> great. My wife can't stand that I have to buy the different color cups because she's like, why can't you just do it with the red solo cups? But it helps. She also, I don't think, realizes that I would make her spray paint all the cups. <laughs> so it's like, pick your poison, sister. Yeah. Which one do you want? You want to spray paint or you want to buy the colored ones? I low-key would make her spray paint it or get, like, tape, different colors. I know you would. So. I believe it. We but. save money by getting just get just get the different color cups. Yeah, you know I always make sure there's enough for all the games and full send it that way. It's a lot easier. Yeah, honestly, I just want to relax. Like it sounds bad that I. No. I mean it's for me. I feel like it sounds bad because I'm so used to like staying busy and working and mm-hmm. doing something. But I just want to just cruise. But I think I that's why working. you want to relax. Yeah, you're always just going, 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 mm-hmm. going. I mean. That's four years of nonstop moving. Or it's when you, I mean, you know I've been I mean? working you, since I was 16. So well, see, it's even longer. You're like yeah, super old I've now. Never, you know? I've only had two weeks. The last time I had a break like this was I had two weeks from my first medical assisting job to my, the last one that I had. I've never had a break. See, other than that. I think this you is the longest it. I've been on break. Yeah, I wish you could travel. I mean, I you know, could, I but I mean, you know, I'm a little I mean, scared. I am, but <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go to the big island next week for a funeral, but. I mean, that'll be nice to be with my family. I mean, that would be your first vacation, I think, right? Since without, last year. Well, without just having that obligation or that worry in the back of your head, like, oh, my oh God, I have, I have to do all everything this work. before I leave and then yeah. I have to do everything when I come back. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I'm kind of excited. I hope you get to enjoy that. Like, truly just enjoy it. I mean, you've been yeah. to the Big Island like hundreds of times. Oh, yeah. We've gone together. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but... I feel like it'll be different this time for you. Yeah. You know, I feel like you'll be able to truly enjoy. Just to be free. Yeah. And I mean, hey, you want to extend an extra day? Yeah. You got the freedom to extend. Trash at Lisa's house. Yeah. Extend, yeah. my friend. Extend. I know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm a city girl, you know, so <laughs> I can only stay in Hilo for so long. <laughs> Take a drive to Kona. You'll be good. <laughs> Even now. I don't know. Going to Walmart to get your city oh. feeling. <laughs> Gosh, their Walmarts are, oh gosh, it's a, it's a crazy, but I really do hope you find, you know, your happiness and continue on your journey. Like change is a perfect topic for you because <laughs> you are the like definition true of true change. I mean, if I could put a picture of you from before those four years to now, I mean, it's wow. Totally different, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was so scared before. I don't know what I was scared of. I feel like just your aura too. And mm-hmm. look at me with my big words. Wow. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but look at you with your aura. And your energy is just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You seem it's good, it. my friend. 
I'm very you. proud of you. Thank you. It's an ever-changing process. It is. Life. So, you know, with that being said, <laughs> I'm going to leave you with another quote. Oh, gosh. But it's a quote from... <laughs> <laughs> I love your quote. Uh, it's a quote from Benjamin Franklin. It's actually... Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, that's my home dog. I got lots of him. No, I don't. <laughs> did he even again? Was it electricity? Yes. Okay, good. I knew that. You know, I had to think Pretty about sure. that. You know, it's been a hot minute. It wasn't the light, right? It's, no. Somebody else. Let's not talk about that. Oh, was it the label? You know, I'm not we, sure. we are not going to touch upon it. I, I'm gonna definitely look it up. It's been a hot minute since I've been in school. Yeah. So, <laughs> but really, we're in healthcare. We don't really touch on history. No, I should though. But um, it's actually the reason why I one I thought about talking about change, but two why I also thought about you know talking with you and having you share your stories and you know just sharing who you are and whatnot and it's change is the only constant in life uh, one's ability to adapt to those changes will determine your success in life mm-hmm. and you know i feel like you have adapted to those changes mm-hmm. and you are on the road to success my friend everything thank that you. you've accomplished is very successful and thank you i wish you nothing but the best i'm excited for you that you even got a job I know. I'm you excited. Know I'm excited that to start. You were able to. I mean, I left that job without anything. I know. I literally stepped out in faith, and yeah. I'm so excited for you on yeah. that. You know, and I just trusted God will always provide. Mm-hmm. And did. you have taught me that He did. I read that faith is activated by change, or making changes, or taking risks. Look so. at you. Because if, you, if you don't quotes. have if you don't have faith then or if you don't make, take risks and how do you know that you're exercising your faith? If I had a mic drop effect on here, Period. I would totally press it. <laughs> We're gonna end it on that Big note because that was great. I like that, my friend. Good job. Thank you. Thank you for our therapy sessions. Thank you. Here's two more. I'm available. Talk to. Oh, look at her. She's trying to make another job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm available. Yeah, All right, well, story. catch you on the next episode.